Hey y'all, uh, Joyce here. Um, <laughs> oh, COVID strikes again. Um, I am currently quarantining because I got exposed. I'm quarantining at my spouse's grandmother's house. Conveniently for us, she is out of town, and so I have somewhere to be. Uh, it's kind of like staying in an Airbnb that was decorated by a 90-year-old woman. It's interesting. <laughs> so, in saying that, uh, we had a bit of a scramble, and we weren't able to record a new episode, um, the content of which we thought would we wanted to do it justice. So... We decided to, um, since we have a lot of new um, listeners, at least a lot of new ones from when we started, um, we thought we'd re- re-air our first episode. Um, you can tell it's a um, first episode for sure, quality-wise and stuff, but I think like content, still chef's kiss. Um, audio's a little funky. Uh, other than that, very good, very fun. Uh, the start to this horny, horny little endeavor um yeah like a little time capsule um before i start the episode hey you want to find anything laughs go to our link tree which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash last pod and that's l-a-f-s-p-o-d you can find our website you can find all our social media um you can find our words are hard you can find our Patreon. We have four tiers, uh, general support, a literature club. You get notes and stories that us, we, the last crew write. Uh, you got the content club. Heads up, horny art coming pretty soon to the content club, so hurry up and subscribe. Uh, other than art and all the stuff from the other tiers, you also get bonus episodes. We have a lot of really cool ideas, and when Coco gets back from his northern adventure, we're going to do some video content. Ooh, wow. Ooh, yeah. We love that shit. Um, and then the Booty Pick of the Month Club. Um, you get a picture of a butt once a month, or butts. Um, you know, on our website, if you are a budding author or you find some horny monster lit that you just want to send our way, get to our cryptid Cupid submission form please do so. That would be amazing. We we love to hear stories from other folks. We like writing them too, but we want to hear what you got. Hmm. So, um, you know, I don't have my co-hosts here to ask if there's anything else, but I don't think there really is. So I'm going to go ahead and let y'all enjoy this very first episode. It is about the Flatwoods monster. Uh, the best cryptid, or at least one of. But yeah, enjoy it. We we love you and appreciate you. And uh, stay safe out there. Mask if you can. New wave is coming, new strain and all that. Be safe. We love you. You know, I went recently to Seattle and Portland, um, and the thing I noticed is, one, there's lots of Bigfoot-themed establishments and signage, and two, there are a lot of cannabis dispensaries, but like little crossover. And I'm just like, you're missing a golden opportunity. Absolutely. Like, what about Bigfoot's Blunt Hut? Or like, 
hash squatches stink store. Like, <laughs> you know, like you missed a great opportunity. The only thing I saw was like Bigfoot Bud Co. And I'm like, mm. meh. Yeah, that's a failure. Like, mm. yeah. And so uh, I got a chance to go to the North American Bigfoot Center in Boring, Oregon. It mm-hmm. literally was called Boring. I was like, this is going to be fun one way or another. Um, it's what you would imagine. It's a kitschy, small, basically like one room museum with like a bunch of like footprint casting. Oh, yeah. There was a casting of a Nutella jug that Bigfoot, apparently Bigfoot likes Nutella. I mean. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, and it's also worth noting, there is more than one Bigfoot, you know, but save that for another episode. It's when, not about him. If there are multiple Bigfoot, is it Big Feet or Bigfoots? I was wondering that too. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would assume Big Feet? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I will say, you know, if there are multiple, like a lot of people say Canadian geese, but it's, it's a Canada goose is his name. So it's technically multiple Canada geese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when they're all together, gooses are gaggles. But what if big feets or foots are all together? What would they be called? We should come up with like a herd name yeah. for the big foots. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try not to just think about that while everyone's talking. A rave. <laughs> a rave. A rave of big a rave foots. Of yeah. big foots. I don't, I mean... There's only one. It doesn't really fit with their personality. No, though, there's only one Bigfoot creature, which we'll talk about in a, a future episode that's a little bit more rave-like, but otherwise okay. they're pretty chill. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm just hanging out. You know, we could do a sleuth. A sleuth of... A sleuth. That might already be one, too. There's so many different herd names. What's like a chill word? I'm trying to think of something like more hippie, like the... What are, what are grateful that they're deadheads, right? Great yeah. dead people. I don't know. I guess that doesn't really work. Like a, a like a Netflix head. and chill type word for Bigfoot. Anyway, otherwise, like you know, just factoids. There was a a, a, a Bigfoot statue, and um, I love the pictures of you mm-hmm. at the Bigfoot establishment. The you know the iconic arms yeah. out. Yeah, I tried to do a sexy one, but then I got embarrassed halfway through. The photo's <laughs> really bad. <laughs> no, I loved it. I think it's the one you sent, one of the ones you sent me. Yeah, I was like trying to like stick my butt out. Yeah. Um, I, that stuff's always weird for me. <laughs> I took some uh, nude photos uh, and it was like on a tripod. And then when I got up to go turn the, the thing off, there was a photo of me like walking past and it's the exact Bigfoot pose. <laughs> but you can only see me from like waist down. So there's a part of me that's like, well, I got to post this everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I already. Do bust most of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I was pretty bummed because, you know, I was running around Bigfoot country. Did not see a Bigfoot personally. I even hung my ass out in Bigfoot country. <laughs> Nothing to show for it. Yeah, but you have to do the Bigfoot call to get them to come to you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that too close to the is mic. That, that is that a, the Bigfoot call? Yeah. The whoop whoop? It's kind of similar to like other primate um, based yeah. on what I learned at the like a North American Howler monkey. Yeah. But it's just like a hooping sound. Supposedly they also like knocking on trees. But yeah, it was still fun. You know, $8. <laughs> I mean, that's cheap yeah. for a day full of... Uh, did you get a Bigfoot foot cast? No, they didn't have any available. They actually do sell them. But they didn't... But they were sold out. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's a hot commodity. Yeah, but yes. it's a casting. Poor multiple... Can't you? I don't know. Yeah, no. Maybe it ruins it. No, that's, I mean, yes, it's a mold. It's a casting. So you could definitely do that. 
I don't know. I didn't ask about it, but that's what the sign said. Mm. 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 So, I mean, I guess you have to have a lot of eight bucks to get all the plaster you need to. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, again, eight dollars is pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, Do y'all want to get into it? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. My name's Joyce, my pronouns are she, they, and I'll be your resident cryptid researcher. I'm bringing the creatures and the facts about them. Basically a monster book report. Joining me is Jim. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm here to rep the monster fucker in all of us. I will be bringing the cryptid porn. Nice. And we also have joining us Coco. Hey, I am the unlearned in the way of cryptids. But I do bring extensive knowledge of gender and sexuality, a black belt in queer, and a downright slutty disposition. I'm here to learn and get horny. (laughs) Love it, love it. All right. So, before I begin, I'm sure if you have found this podcast, you know what a cryptid is. But just in case, per Webster's Dictionary, a cryptid is an animal such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist, but never proven to exist. For the purposes of this podcast, we're going to say creature. Wink. Because bestiality is not cool. Not trying to yuck anyone's yums, but some yums are yucky. (laughs) So basically, a creature with no definitive proof of their existence or non-existence. There were a lot of eyebrows there. I just want to be very clear. (laughs) I know, you can't hear an eyebrow. There were so many eyebrows going around. That can be one of my jobs, is just point out anytime someone does eyebrows, including myself. (laughs) Love it. All righty. So, today, we're bringing you the Flatwoods Monster, also known as the Phantom of Flatwoods, the Green Monster, or simply Braxy. And I, I do want to point out that, like, you guys have said the name a million times. And it has not meant anything to me this entire time. I do not know anything about this creature other than the images that I have now seen, but that's it. And and all of them are silhouettes, so I don't know anything else other than it looks like a big leafy lady. Yeah, so uh, Braxy, I would say, has one of the best fashion senses of most of the cryptids Mm -hmm. out there. Definitely. Yeah, like, we'll talk more about it, but Mm. good design. So... The first encounter happened September 12th, 1952, in Flatwoods, West Virginia, Braxton County, hence the name Braxy. So, the story started out with children playing near a local elementary school in the playground. When one of the children saw a flash of light or like a fireball like shoot through the sky and like crash into the woods. And obviously, pretty alarmed, but also their kids is like, let's go check it out. And so, I think like, wisely they you know went and got their mother so it was eddie and freddie may and their friends and they went to go get their mother kathleen may who called a national guardsman by the name Mm -hmm. gene lemon which i'm not making this shit up it's real (laughs) (laughs) gene gene lemon so once in the woods the group saw like a red like pulsating light kind of emanating far off in the distance and so one of them shined their flashlight in the direction what they saw coming from the woods was a 10-foot-tall creature with a spade-shaped head and seemed to be wearing a metallic dress. It had spindly arms and hands, glowing orange or red eyes, depending on what source you kind of look at. It was kind of levitating. They also noticed a like lingering mist and a really like just terrible odor in the air. 
the creatures suddenly hissed and started like floating towards them. And as most people would, they ran away. (laughs) So, um, you know, and then they went and reported it to further authorities. Some of the sources I kind of read said that authorities found nothing. Other sources say that they found like they, they smelled that terrible smell and they saw some singed trees and broken limbs and stuff. The, uh, there was another sighting that same night, a couple of people walking through the woods, taking a shortcut after a shopping trip. And they noticed a creature. This was in Heaters, West Virginia, which isn't too far from Flatwoods. Um, they saw what they described initially as a very tall, dark man. Um, and then they kind of saw it and it kind of, their description fit the first kind of encounters description. And mm-hmm. again, they ran, <laughs> you know, as you do, you got to run. So the last encounter that I could really find on the books was about a day later. Uh, it, the sighting happened in Strange Creek, which is 20 miles from Flatwoods. And a couple and their baby were driving through Braxton County late at night. And, you know, as most of these stories go, the car stopped suddenly in the middle of the road. Imagine that. Uh, And then what they saw coming from the distance, it was similar in description to the original kind of Braxy encounter, except for the head was not spade-shaped. They described it as more like a bony lizard head. Uh, And they said that the creature kind of floated towards them, ran its hand, essentially. (laughs) <laughs> on the car hood and then oh, just God. kind of drifted in the forest and then their car miraculously started up. Oh, so helpful. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I know. Braxy well, the mechanic. <laughs> also, I do have to say, I, I giggled for a second because you said a family and their baby were driving and it just like instantly envisioned like all three of them in like box cars driving down the road, like a baby just flooring. Or like in their... the Simpsons opening where Maggie yeah, yeah, and Marge exactly. are driving. Yeah, and I think like it's worth noting that like the time that this occurred, like, you know, Flying saucers and aliens and things were gaining kind of popularity in media and fiction. Yeah. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just like pointing that out. It's kind of good cultural context. You know, the theories range from like airplane beacons to meteors to barn owl, which, by the way, you're going to hear owls a lot in the theories section. Um, some people think like the smell and stuff came from like hot springs or whatever. Um, also, a really interesting little tidbit is, like, there's tons of references to Flatwoods Monster in a lot of Japanese media and, like, animation and video games. Hmm. There's a YouTuber named Hazel who did an excellent, extensive video about tons of the, like, the instances of Flatwoods Monsters popping up in, like, Japanese, like, games and stuff. Check it out. It's super cool. I mean, again, good design, good fashion sense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, in Sutton, West Virginia, there is a Flatwoods Monster Museum that you can visit. And they have like tons of birds and memorabilia and merchandise and all that fun jazz. So, yeah. Podcast road trip. Podcast road trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That in a nutshell is the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah, we could get those little XY mics where you, you walk in, like record each other while we're walking <laughs> through it. Just being like, oh my God, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think if we do that, like, we definitely need to um, be like, hello, we're, we have a podcast that <laughs> might or might not sexualize this creature. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't say that part. Maybe we should just say, oh, hey, we have a podcast about cryptids and leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm always one for, like, I like to be transparent. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But, but yeah, that's, that's, that's Braxy. I'm all for super opaque unless. <laughs> <laughs> Very vague. 
Well, I, much like a cryptid. That's true. I mean, I, I, well, if I'm in, like out talking to people and it's something that's like considered um, maybe a touchy top topic, kind of like sex or talking thing. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm super transparent. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Um, but if it's a situation in which I know this person may turn me down for a thing, that sounds like asking them out. That's not what I mean. But <laughs> a person may be like, no, you can't do that. I will give them the necessary amount of information where I have told them the truth, but I will leave out anything that I'm pretty sure will stop this event from taking place. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example because now the way I've said it, there's like mm-hmm. no way to think mm-hmm. of anything other than asking someone out on a date. Yeah, isolate I that footage. I'm not saying that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All cool. Right. Yeah. All right. So, I like the silver dress. I'm into that. No, yeah. The fashion sense is on, on point. point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I think, obviously, I don't know, you know, Braxy's gender, but it is nice to kind of have more of a like at least feminine kind of like monster. Cause I think this happens with like Godzilla movies too. There's not a lot of like women monsters except for Mothra. Yeah. So like Praxi is kind of like, you know, not at least not like male man, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Cis man monster, <laughs> you <laughs> we know, of the apply, bunch. Um, absolute gender to a creature that may or may not even give a shit about that. Yeah. yeah. Like they might be like, we can throw out these. Even as that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I forgot to mention this, but anyone don't at me. I know technically that Braxy is an alien encounter and not a cryptid, but personal favorite. I mean, buckle. to be fair, this is aliens same. fall directly under the category of cryptid. Yeah. We did define it. I mean, <laughs> they are things that cannot be proven to or not to exist. Uh, they are creatures. And under like the literal like Latin root of cryptid is hidden thing. So it's something that you can't find necessarily or it's perfect. I I think aliens count. Absolutely. All for busting out some alien stories whenever we feel like it. 100% plus cryptids often have sort of like an alien. Is it an alien explanation sort of thing? They almost always have that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Even Bigfoot. Yeah. Sometimes Bigfoot. Yeah. Like, um, I won't go too much into it because this is a Braxy centric, but there is one theory about a Bigfoot like creature that is interdimensional. It's not technically alien. That's a whole different bag, but it's well, they think that aliens might actually just be interdimensional beings. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just our planet and then there's multi dimensions. And sometimes one of them figured out how to step through. They peek through. They go, oh, hi. That just reminded me there's a really cool book called The Long Earth. And that's mm. kind of the plot, um, but it's like a multi-dimensional, endless numbers of Earths. Yeah. Like it just goes on and on and on forever. Um, and there's reasons why you can't just jump all over the place. But it's really, it's a cool book. It's really interesting. Oh, that sound good? Yeah. So if we're gonna go ahead, question is, <laughs> do they fuck though? <laughs> I mean, and also, do they fuck good? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know they do. Oh, oh my gosh. So, uh, I, you know, I um, attempted to find a Flatwoods monster porn pre-written on the internet because you would think, well, it's got to be a gold mine of Flatwoods monster. Because, I mean, yeah. you think about cryptids and Flatwoods monster or Braxy is a very iconic one. Like, mm-hmm. you know her when you see her or they. 
Yeah. Um, they, them. But so I didn't find anything at all anywhere. I know. I looked there's... so long. Like I looked for hours and hours and hours, like throughout multiple days. Different and websites. Jim knows how to look for this stuff. So, I mean, this is a <laughs> another <company>. missed opportunity. <laughs> well, I, I will say to the listener if anyone knows of existing Braxy porn, please submit it to us. We will bring yes. it up on this as long as it's not, you know, horrific. Yeah. One of those yums that needs to be yucked. Yeah. There's a lot of that too. On the internet. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, I, uh, I'll be completely honest with you. I had, I had Coco. I had never looked up specifically. Um, uh, cryptid porn. Cryptid porn. No. Yeah. I have stumbled upon it mm-hmm. and found Oops. it very funny and that, fun. That was my favorite. And erotic. Thing that you've ever said was the, I was trying to find porn and ended up learning about history. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> top of my favorite lines of anyone really <laughs> yeah that was in response to um joyce was looking up information and stuff and like i was able to like add a little bit not really on flatwoods monster but on a different um monster and yeah i was just like yeah looking up all this uh trying to find porn and i end up having to learn all this history and <laughs> you know research that i wasn't expecting to have to do Unfortunately. I've actually bought things that I saw in porn. And I'm not talking about sex things. Like like someone was, like had a really cool like painting or something in the background. I'm like, I'm going to find that. <laughs> or just like something. There was a one. It was a light that someone had in the corner. And I was yeah. like, I'm, that's I need that. I've been looking for a nightlight forever. And I'm sitting there typing for hours trying to figure out the right combination of words to get this light from a porn. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> it happens. All right, so because I could not find um, any Braxy porn pre-written, I had to take the plunge and write a Braxy porn myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. Yeah, well, um, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so if you have any complaints or hate to throw at the porn, um, just aim it my way because learning experience um, okay, so I, I will say, as far as commentary from listener on your porn, one, we do not need any commentary on like general writing or writing style. Oh, yeah, I don't no. give a fuck about well, that, so you can keep it to yourself. But I will say, <laughs> if anyone sees something problematic, we're always open to uh addressing that kind of stuff and, and making sure that we keep this as openly friendly for everyone as best we can. Yeah. And also there are going to be definitely some, some kinks and fetishes that are displayed in the porn that we read that might not, you know, might not be your thing. Is there anything specific we should mention about you? Right. Yeah. We're definitely going to have content warnings for every episode. So if there's a content warning that we miss, Please add, like, let us know and we'll add it. That way, you know, everybody can make sure that they can skip if they need to, which we definitely want, you know. Yeah, we want people to have fun, but we also want people to be safe and well. And, you know, just we don't want to cause anyone any distress. Yeah. So we're here for laughs and sex. Yeah. And that's, uh, I know we we talked about it as a group um, that a lot of uh, creature porn has a lot of iffy consent stuff in it. Yes, very dubious consent and at best. You know, we'll we'll do our best to avoid a lot of that. But 
I will say, you know, this is under the kink of consent, um, consent play, where, you know, in reality, people who are doing this, it's very important that there's lots of discussions beforehand Mm -hmm. and thoughtful boundaries being practiced and all sorts of planning. That is how that works. Um, For anyone who's never been involved in that kind of kink, totally fine. We just want to be very clear that these are being written under that category. Yes. So if something like that feels a little bit um, iffy, we will be cautious around it. But we just want to be clear that these are fantasies. So it is not meant to be taken as this is what people should do. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're written for people with the the non-con kink or consensual non-con kink. Mm -hmm. But because it's... abbreviation. (laughs) Of course it is. But because it is fantasy, it's oh, there's some non-con elements. It's not consensual non-con. It's non-con elements because yeah, because it's the fantasy, the fantasy part. Yeah. yeah, the discussion part is not a part of the fantasy. That's just the prep work, right? Yeah, there's not really any of that in what I've written. I'm gonna try to keep away from that. It's just stuff that I find pre-written online. There's a lot. There's a whole lot. So be careful about patting the paper all the time. Sorry. I know it's really hard to not touch a table. I know. I've always been a very big leaner. You can lean on the table and stuff. Just try not to do like a full like knock. I see. Okay. So do Braxy foot? Braxy do. Let's get in it. Jane limped her old. Oh, wait. Hold on. Your. Oh, yeah. I need to. Huh. I, uh, I'm going to be reading some a little bit of community dialogue theater. here, um, <laughs> but I do. I have not read any of this before. No, um, I I'm am, going to point to you when yeah. it's your turn. The I don't know the creature beforehand. I don't know the porn beforehand. Um, but I am greatly excited about just jumping in and trying this out. Here we go. Yes, this. I want to make sure I got the right page. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. Jane limped her old beater Chevy down the road. After a very long shift, all she wanted was to get home. She pleaded with her wheezing truck. Come on, girl. Just a little while longer. Promise I'll take you to get fixed. Just hold out. Perfect. (laughs) Just have to say. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Okay. No way. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll keep pointing at you. Because, like, just say yeah. one line and then I'll point at you. Gotcha, again. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay cool, okay. cool. Unfortunately for Jane, this is when the truck spluttered its last and jerked to a stop. Letting out a long sigh and resting her head on the steering wheel, Jane debated calling a tow truck or walking the remaining miles to her home. Given her location, a long, dark stretch of road winding through the forested hills of West Virginia and the late hour, Jane opted to call a tow truck and wait. Her newest concern being that her terrible ex worked for the one towing company in town. Surely the driver will be one of the other guys, she hoped. She had suffered enough tonight, right? Wrong. After waiting a full hour, dozing off in the cab of her busted truck, Jane roused to headlights in her rear view. She hopped out to meet the driver and saw that it was, indeed, her terrible ex. She muttered under her breath, Trying to school her expression and get this over with, she greeted her ex. Hey, Buck. <laughs> that was a little too much. All right. Hey, Buck. I need to tell. You don't answer my... No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you don't answer my text when I... Oh, God damn it. You don't answer my texts or calls for months. 
That's your first words to me? Buck started right in, already turned up to 11. Here we go, thought Jane. (sighs) Buck, I'm tired. Been sitting out here for an hour, working doubles all week. I have to pee. I just want to go home. I don't answer your calls and texts because we broke up and I need space to think. Jane snapped. She had hoped to keep her cool and get through this as easily as possible. But Buck had an uncannity. A uncannity? He's un-Canadian. He's yeah. un-Canadian. <laughs> Not Canadian. How un-Canadian of him. She had hoped to keep her cool and get through this as easily as possible. But Buck had an uncanny ability to grate on her nerves. Space to think? Buck started to shout, his face turning red. Jane geared up for another shouting match. She had hoped she would never have to go through this again. Jane faced Buck, ready to let it all out, when she was hit by an overwhelming odor of rotten eggs. Her eyes stung and watered from the sudden intensity of the sulfur stench. She felt as if her sinuses were being seared from the fumes surrounding her. Is that coming from my truck, she wondered? Wiping at the tears streaming down her face, she looked to Buck to ask him what in the world would make that smell. That's when she realized his eyes were wide as saucers, staring at something behind her. Mouth opening and closing soundlessly, he backed away and scrambled into his tow truck. As Buck's tow truck roared back to life, Jane felt an overwhelming presence at her back. Muscles frozen, she forced herself to turn and look at what was behind her. By fractions of an inch, she turned, slowly, stiffly, her mind racing with fear. What first caught her eye was not fur or teeth, but a peculiar light. The moment it shone on her face, she felt a sense of calm wash over her. At first, all she could see was the light. It was everything, all-consuming. The sound of Buck's truck backing up, turning and speeding away, was lost on Jane. The smell that had once burned her sinuses and caused her eyes to sting and tear was gone, replaced with an aroma that was impossible to describe, except to say it was the most alluring scent she had ever encountered. (laughs) Here we go. Here we're getting into it. We're we're just reaching that top of the roller coaster, aren't we? Her fear-frozen muscles relaxed, and the tension drained out of her. Facing the light, Jane felt her limbs grow warm, like she was being wrapped up in the arms of a lover. With each pulse of the red-orange light, Jane could feel her own pulse increasing. Her breathing became audible. Her teeth, her her teeth? (laughs) My teeth, they're just ready for sex. They're just jiggling for sex. That's, I mean, that's the first sign when someone's like looking to fuck. If I see their teeth like giving a little wiggle, I'm like, dope. <laughs> like chattering like it's a yeah. silly symphony it's skeleton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I do have sex with a lot of wandering skeletons. Go on. All right. Technically, we all do. Don't so all, just prepare yeah. yourself for that thought. Okay. We're just all inside of us. Okay. Her breathing became audible. Her cheeks flushed. To her surprise, she could feel a stirring heat in her core. Slowly walking forward, looking up toward the light, Jane began to reach for its source. Her hands brushed up against a material that was both cool and soft. As she wiggled and trailed her fingers within the smooth, unknown material, she could feel an electric zing. Miniature electric shocks vibrated her fingers from the skin down to the bone. Instead of feeling pain, these shocks gave Jane a novel sense of pleasure. Oh, now we're getting into my zone here. All right. (laughs) This is my shit. (laughs) Jane, focused on the new sensation in her hands, noticed slightly late that the material she had been touching had moved and shifted. The light had come down much closer to her face than it once was, 
Now, above her, she could see that the light was emanating from the visage of a towering figure. Smooth features that shone, large eyes that glowed, and a spade-like halo full of light that rushed and danced. No sound, except a hiss like a whisper, came from the figure. Yet as Jane marveled at the glow of the halo, she realized she could understand the changes and shapes of the light within as emotions, even rudimentary words. I'm vibing real hard with this so far. That's good. That's good. Let's vibe with it. Mm -hmm. Much more um, emotional and sensual than I thought it would be. I'm going to definitely get us all dry mouth mouthwash. And just get like little cups that we can <laughs> shoot during it. Give us a spit jar. No, I'm just kidding. Not a, a spit jar. Let's get, let's get the spit jar is almost full. Oh, God. That's when the episode's done. Spit jar is full. Gotta quit. Gotta, gotta quit. Once it starts to reach that, that, um, oh, what's that called? The surface tension. Like, oh, yeah. Where the it's, meniscus? Yeah, I think that's. Is that it? Yeah, I think that, so. I think the meniscus is like this, the kind of film that isn't really film that's over water when it's about to yeah, pour. Yeah. All science-y over here. Meniscus. The meniscus discus. All right. Yet, as Jane marveled at the glow of the halo, she realized she could understand the changes and shapes of light within as emotions, even rudimentary words. Safe now. The light <laughs> formed the words in her mind. She felt a comforting touch as very long, cool fingers alight on her hair and then her cheek, but just as quickly pulled away. She followed this hand with her eyes as it reached out and stroked the hood of her Chevy. The truck roared to life jarringly, yet sounding as hale as the day it was bought. Fixed. Oh, no, that fuck up. No, no. We're just in love with the, the sensual rubbing of a car. Especially when Joyce just happened to make that same joke earlier. Like, we were all well, vibing with sexy car touch. She did, but she also, so I was like, when I was in the, like, I can't fucking find anything that's already written. Mm-hmm. Joyce was like, well, look at the monster uh, manual or whatever you had. <laughs> What's it called? Our, our monster. Uh, Our monster profiles. Monster profiles. We should and make maybe a monster you'll... manual at some point that like ranks the the sexiness and oh, the, the kink ability. We can do that on Patreon. Instead of charisma, yes. it's like mm-hmm. sexiness. Yeah. Yes. It's got a 12 and dexterity still counts. We can mm-hmm. still use that one. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and we can define what each thing, you know, what is dexterity. Yeah. We all know. Did you just say sexterity? Sexterity. <laughs> Shit. Now it's not, it can't be dexterity. Now it has to be sexterity. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. You've taken this from me, Joyce, and given us something better. <laughs> but anyway, the 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 story that you had mm-hmm. about the car, I was like, and this is where I go from, and that yep. was the, that it's was a perfect. jumping off point. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. what. Of course, that's why it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost my spot again, but it's fine. We'll find it. We'll find it. The truck roared to life, jarringly, yet sounding as hale as the day it was bought. Fixed, the light said. Go now, it added. The figure began to rise again and turn away. As the red-orange light left Jane's skin, she felt suddenly bereft. Wait, she screeched as she grabbed a fistful of the figure's flowing material. The figure stopped, paused, then turned back around to face Jane. Embarrassed at her own outburst, but once again warmed under the light of the figure. Will you stay with me? Jane asked. What's your name? She then added. The figure seemed to stare at Jane then. Though its smooth face was nearly featureless, Jane could tell it was considering her through the dance of the lights in its halo. In Jane's mind, there was a sound. Or maybe a feeling. Either way, it was nothing Jane could ever hope to repeat with her human throat. 
Knowing that Jane was confused and at a loss, the figure paused again, and this time Jane heard, in her mind, Braxy. God, it's so good. I'm so in love with this whole thing. No, that was so perfect. <laughs> just kind of shiver into it. Like, you are hitting, this is a concerto. Like, you are just, you're everything. I'm like on it. It's good. I'm following. It's good. Braxy. Okay. Braxy, huh? I thought maybe so. But all the stories I ever heard weren't anything like this. Jane said, then added, My name is Jane. Braxy hovered there before her, their face as close to Jane's as their ten-foot-tall stature allowed. Jane. Braxy's light projected into Jane's mind, accompanied by a whisper hiss that seemed to roll by Jane's ears, caress her neck, and tingle down her spine. The combination of the two made Jane quiver from deep within, all the way out to the tips of her toes. Once again flushed and pulse-pounding, Jane stared up at Braxy's face. Both of her hands gripped the material flowing under Braxy. Jane was surprised at herself, surprised that she could feel so unashamedly wanton. Braxy looked down at the face of Jane. Her eyes were misted over and fluttering, her cheeks pink and her lips parted and damp. All the sensations Jane felt were being broadcast back to Braxy directly through this look and through the connection Jane made by gripping onto Braxy so tightly. Braxy reached out with one long-fingered hand and touched Jane's face. With another, slightly stronger electrical zing, Jane felt Braxy's fingers graze her cheek, then trail along the edge of her ear and down her neck. The buzzing sensation coming from Braxy's hand mimicked the sensation Jane felt when holding Braxy's flowing material. And as those fingers trailed along Jane's skin, she let out a soft moan and felt a rush of blood run warm through her body. Nipples noticeably hard against the soft fabric of her shirt, Jane grabbed hold of Braxy's thumb where it was resting just below her ear and moved it to the swell of her wet lips. Once there, Jane ran the tip of this long, dark appendage along her lips and opened her mouth to dip it inside. The moan... <laughs> I have to admit... I slammed my glasses I did not expect. <laughs> I did not expect that this would actually work for me. So just keep going. But I'm just like... Yeah. <laughs> over here, like... There was a part of me that wanted to do the moan when you said it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I got, I'm saving things over here. I'm crisscrossing my fingers, so I try to remember what I wanted to talk about. Hopefully I can. Um, so far I've got the uh, parted wet lips. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, the nipples being brought up, because that's fantastic. I mean, I just love that you, you have to. You got it. That's like required to. for yes. online porn, Absolutely. like small community porn. You have to mention the nipples in yeah. some capacity. You have to. Much of a tonal shift as soon as the nips were mentioned. You yeah, think so? Well, like, it, well, did it like step more into erotica at that point? Yeah, you like you you put your foot all the way in that. Point. I think no, yeah. I didn't up until that point, you weren't. You got the vibe that that's where this was going, mm-hmm. but like you weren't exactly sure how far this was going to go. But the moment you said nips, I was like, oh, it's going, it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then you said dipped into her mouth, and I was like. It's going to go. It's going to yeah. no. it's, it's go. What got me here, like, just saying that you didn't know this was going to work. Mm-hmm. So, at one point, I don't I don't remember. But anyway, something about the Mothman came up. And I was, mm-hmm. like, looking up Mothman stuff because I thought, oh, that's a cool thing. They have, like, a cool, like, vibe about them all dark with the red eyes, right? And then I looked at the statue for the Mothman. 
that's in uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And the fucking, like, luxurious chest hair on that statue was like, oh, like, I felt like so, like, I don't know, there was something I was like, Oh, Mothman's doing it for me, apparently. I mean, I've seen the statue, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. They didn't, I mean, they did that on purpose. Like, no, whoever, absolutely. Because you turn yeah. that statue around and see that ass. Yeah, yeah. Mothman's stacked. Like, come on. Like, we all know, <laughs> we all know the where person who going. made this Wings has flapping, online erotica clapping. about the Mothman. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Enough about Mothman. That's not what we're here for. I wonder if their mind just, like, melded Richard Gere with the Mothman. Like, not not saying that the statue looks like him, but just kind of they had some sort of erotic moment watching that movie and then kind of... Oh. Yeah, that or they just really want to fuck a cryptid. I mean, both are totally cool. Yeah, no, we're okay with that. Here, in Mm -hmm. this house. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I want to know what happens to Brax. Oh, we're we're going into it. Yeah, sorry, I broke it like the high tension moment. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. There's going to be more tension. Okay. Nipples noticeably hard against the soft fabric of her shirt. Jane grabbed hold of Braxy's thumb where it was resting just below her ear and moved it to the swell of her wet lips. Once there, Jane grabbed the tip of this long, dark appendage. <laughs> your face, Sorry. Sorry. This is going to be the hardest part. Uh, I love yeah, it. I know. It's good. I know. Keep reading. <laughs> I'm just imagining like some future where we're not allowed to actually face each other while we do this. So you just hear in the background like the creak of Joyce leaning <laughs> like, down and being like, I can't. This is so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did I just. Like squirt all over you, maybe you a did. little. You oh like my put God. your amoebas in my jug. <laughs> <laughs> I just squirt into Jim's jug. Give me a second. There's so oh. much water over here. Oh my God. I tried to catch it and it made it splash bigger. I'll have to say dark appendage one more time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, gonna like, keep fucking it up so you keep that. I'm not going to say anything this time. Okay, hold on. My face feels very like I ate something sour because I'm embarrassed. Not in this house. Once there, Jane ran the tip of this long, dark appendage along her lips and opened her mouth to dip it inside. The moment the tip of Braxy's thumb touched her tongue, Jane felt a jolt of electric pleasure so intense she orgasmed standing there, having never touched herself. At the same time, Braxy's halo lit up like it never had before. Light cascaded in time with the flow of blood and the contractions pulsing within Jane. As Jane's knees wobbled and gave way under her, Braxy scooped her up and kept her from falling to the ground. Jane was very high up now and as close to Braxy's face as she had ever been. With a sense of confusion and wonderment, Braxy stared at Jane. Their lights asked, What was that? Jane laughed sheepishly and explained, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that was an orgasm, though I wasn't expecting or, or planning on it. Jane still sensed an air of confusion surrounding Braxy and reached up to touch their face with her hand. At this, Jane projected her thoughts as clearly as she could to explain in so many words and remember to sensations what an orgasm was. Braxy's lights flashed and swirled, giving the impression all the while of someone learning new, interesting, and very important information. It's here? Braxy asked, 
and touched the crotch of Jane's leggings. <laughs> Was that the right kind of whoa? Whoa. Would you like a, a different take on that one? Because I can also do like a whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Jane moaned and surprised after that, so how, you do it how you feel. You would moan and surprise. <sighs> Jane moaned in surprise, then chuckled and said, Well, yes, um, but it can also be um, here. Jane touched Braxy's torso in the place a human heart would be. Or here? Jane touched her own mouth and then her nipples through her shirt. Or here? Jane then reached out to touch the halo of swirling, beautiful light. With this new information, Braxy looked Jane up and down, considering. This is good, Braxy asked. Jane hesitated for a moment. Yeah, I think so at least. It feels real good anyway. And as long as both people are happy in, in what's happening, well, that's just fine. Jane finally said. Braxy reached the hand, not holding Jane to their front, and trailed their fingers along Jane's chest, across her nipples, and down to her groin. Again? Braxy asked, as their lights flashed, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Braxy's fingers eased their way inside Jane's shirt to rub along her hard nipples until they were aching points. Jane reached to pull her leggings down, exposing her heat to the cool night air. Seeing this, Braxy trailed the tips of their fingers down Jane's stomach, stopping once they made their way to her dewy fur. Braxy rubbed there tentatively as Jane let out a short moan. Braxy's attention was on Jane's puffy, slick opening. Their fingers slid across Jane's clit, eliciting a buzzing electric... Eliciting a buzzing... Eliciting a buzzing electric sensation of pleasure. Jane cried out, mind going fuzzy at a loss for words. Braxy's lights throbbed, sharing sensation, th- sharing sensation, thought, and emotion with Jane. It was clear they should keep going to chase these feelings to a conclusion. Slowly, carefully, Braxy eased the tip of a finger into Jane's dripping wet cunt. Jane moaned and rocked her hips forward, desperate for more of Braxy to be inside her. Sensing this, Braxy obliged and began to thrust first one, then two, long, dark fingers into Jane's contracting hull. Jane's contracting hole. Listen, you can't say... No, I am not... You can't keep using the same word over and over again, so you have to, like, think of something else. Yeah, no, no. This is not a negative... I am enjoying this so much. I'm so sweaty. (laughs) I am... I am... I'm also... I unfortunately did read the next line, so now my whole body's like... You know what's gonna happen. But uh, that's that's. I won't say anything else. So yeah. you just you just keep I'm doing going. It. All right. Jane gasped and rocked in rhythm with Braxy's fingers, hands grasping at their smooth torso, under eyelashes sparkling with tears. Jane's eyes stayed locked on Braxy's face in halo of pulsing light, like a beacon, a feeling of ultimate joy and oneness she had never felt before in her life. Jane was awash in that light. At that moment, Braxy used their thumb to stimulate Jane's clit while she rocked and moaned. Jane let out one final long scream. Braxy, I'm coming. Braxy. 
<laughs> it's so good. I went for it. I went for I it. I went for it. And I'm so fucking happy that you're like, I'll do the voices of the humans. Because I was like, oh, good. I won't have to do that Because <laughs> I was really embarrassed. I will always take on whatever is the most uncomfortable for you. I'm a thousand percent in, <laughs> including talking to myself. I'll do it. Thank fuck. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> if that's the next thing I can bring to this show is saying something that no one else wants to say, I'm right here for it. I feel like I'll get more comfortable with Absolutely. it as it goes on. Yeah. But considering I've never read a story that was even remotely erotic out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe I would <laughs> die before I could get those words out. <laughs> okay. But anyway, thank you, Coco, for being just coming in clutch. That's right. <laughs> Jane clenched and shuddered as wave after wave of euphoria crashed over her, her pent-up juices streaming out of her down Braxy's fingers and dripping off their wrist. Braxy's lights fired off all colors of the rainbow as Jane screamed. They danced wildly like this until the orgasm finally ebbed away. Jane's chest heaved as she sucked in air. Her body collapsed in Braxy's arms, limp as jelly and covered in sweat. Braxy held Jane there for quite a while, silent but warm. Lights waving lazily while Jane gathered her thoughts and her strength. I think, I think I'm able to stand now. And Braxy stood her up gently by her truck, tucking a strand of hair behind Jane's ear. Jane pulled her leggings back up and asked, How, how did you fix my truck? Braxy replied, but the answer was too confusing for Jane to really follow. Jane got the feeling Braxy basically said, Because I asked it to. Jane thought, Well, okay. Too tired to really press it. Go, rest now, Braxy said. I rest too, they added. Will I ever see you again? Asked Jane, her mind a swirl of emotions she couldn't seem to make sense of. Braxy hovered there for perhaps a beat too long, then finally said, Yes, before slowly turning away and hovering into the dark. All right, see you again then, smiled Jane as she waved goodbye to Braxy and got in her truck. Driving home, Truck purring like a kitten, Jane thought of her new acquaintance, friend, lover, and she thought of the forested hills of West Virginia, how vast, how dark, and how mysterious they are. That was not the damn Braxy. Like a kitten. <laughs> also, I knew that Braxy would be a generous lover. Just mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That tracks. I mean, I just learned about Braxy, but I mean... Anybody with a good... No, um, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> no. I was going to say fashion, but I was like... Yeah, that's not true. Um, anybody with glowing eyes <laughs> is well, always going to get... That's a so. lot of our friends. Mm-hmm. I will accept that. Anything I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll find out that some of the glowing eye folks um, are very selfish lovers. It's hard to tell. I mean, maybe. I guess that brings up, you know... are it. Are there more than one Braxy, or is it meant to be like, no, this is the Brax, like this is Braxy? As far as like my research, there's only one Braxy. Obviously, there is a discrepancy between the folks that um, in Strange Creek, what they saw and what the people saw in Flatwoods. You could write it off that maybe the spade kind of hood is like some sort of helmet and their actual face is like a bony lizard face. But other than that, there's only one Phantom I'd like to think woods. that, yeah, I'd like to think that Braxy is the one and only. There can only be one. There can only be one, Braxy. That doesn't mean they kill each other. It's just like, she too good to have too many. Mm-hmm. They too yeah. good to have too many. I mean, yeah, 
it's that's based on the research, you know, if you know what people say alien like Braxy is an alien, maybe there's a whole race. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as reports, there's only the one. Braxy's pronouns are she, they now. That's canon. Mm-hmm. That like tracks. It. We've that decided. Tracks. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I also have a habit of referring to pretty much anything as she. Yeah. <laughs> like she oh, she looked good. I'm talking about like a candle. Uh, <laughs> I also have, on multiple occasions, been called out for the fact that I refer to my penis as a she. Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, it just makes sense to me. Yeah. Ginger's she, wibbly wobbly. We made it up. Yeah. We can yeah. play with it. Yeah. She yeah. got her own vibe. Mm-hmm. She do what she do. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Braxy, I'm coming. Braxy. <laughs> You like got it one. (laughs) You got it one part where you were reading, and I was just like, I saw that line, and was like, oh my god! I was like gripping the bench, just like, yes, I'm so ready for this. I pulled the mic in so I could (laughs) lean against the wall and get really into it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I don't physically act it out, it's nearly impossible for me to just like pretend to do something. Yeah, that's true. But if I like lock up my muscles and breathe a little heavy, yeah, I can do some stuff. All right. All right. Good. Good first episode. Yeah. I think I like you did it. a good job. It's yeah. a lot of yeah. good stuff in here. So, well, okay. My question is this. Would either of you fuck Braxy? After hearing that. Mm. I would get me some Braxy. Yeah. At least I'd go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do mean, like, for that, that good, good. <laughs> I, I think we would need an initial, like, Meet cute, you know, get a little drink, get to know each other. Yeah, maybe you're you know, not one for one night. Alien, just like, that. you know, hello, you I'm an that. alien coming out of the woods. That would be pretty intense. But after initial shock and stuff, like, yeah, maybe we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, take it uh, slow. I'd like to say a special thanks to my boo for editing on the story. And special thanks to you for listening. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Love at First Sighting. Catch episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have a Gmail at lafspod at gmail.com. That's laughspodgmail.com. And yeah, thank you again. Monster fucker on three. One, two, three. Monster fucker! Uh, oh, no. <laughs> watch the shadows, sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Go fuck a monster. Thank <laughs> you.